1: Welcome to the home of the best cricket betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming fixtures, all from experts and all in one place. From the makers of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Cricket with James Butler.
0: Hello everybody, welcome along. I'm joined, as I have been on most of my recent previews, by Richard Mann of the Sporting Life. And Richard, I am against saying super. You know how people say super in front of everything at the moment. Super excited, super whatever. I am super excited by this. And I don't mind using that phrase because this is a series I've been looking forward to for a long time. Are you in that same camp?
1: Yeah, I am. I, I think there's real belief that England are a, are a test outfit on the up now. Good win Niki Galanga a couple of weeks ago. to played pretty well Summer as well um, but I think this is as mountains go this really is the Everest isn't it for any visiting side going to India and winning is, it's, it's pretty much impossible actually and, and obviously India probably the best side in the world I right know the rankings don't say that but they probably are and they've, they've just won in Australia and, and then looking at this series they're getting curly back as well so they are pretty much an impossible side to beat on home turf but England are on the up and, and they've got to believe that they can come here and get something
0: I went through the, the last 12 um, 12- series that India have played at home and they've won every single one of them they have played combined 34 test matches (laughs) they've won 28 they've drawn 5 and they've only lost 1 which was in the series victory against Australia in 2016-17 but that includes a 4-0 drubbing of England in 2016-17 but the last team to beat India on their own soil 2012-13 season was England so there is a little bit of pedigree there is something for Joe Root and Chris Silver to look back to isn't there in terms of how do you beat these guys
1: yeah and, and I suppose that they've still got some players from that tour as well which which will be a massive positive James Anderson was was instrumental in that series victory I think Broad was on the tour I got injured earlier on. pretty sure Joe who played a part as well so so they've got experience of winning in India so they'll be able to draw upon that um, but I do think they're going to need some of the younger guys to really come to the party I mean we've talked a lot about in the past about Don Best and Jack Leach and this really is the pinnacle for those guys they're going to have to step up and then same with the batting as well they can't rely on Joe Roots and the Ben Stokes people like Zach Crawley maybe Dom Sibley. they're going to have to come to the party as well
0: and we've got 30 units again Richard to spend on this India versus England series it's on the series markets that we're looking at here so not the uh, first test match I'm going to let you go because I am the gallant host where would you put your first units how many and where?
1: well I'm, I'm going to have to spend it more wise than I did for the end of the big bash that is for sure
0: before you come into that well, let's pick up on something we spoke about before we actually press record we both had Alex Hales pre big bash at uh, well I had him at yeah, 25 yeah. to one I don't know what Richard got him at but to be the leading run scorer in the competition now his lead has diminished a little bit he's still top of the pile but his Sydney Thunder are out of the tournament now and he's got two or three people I suppose who technically could catch him but the most likely is Josh Felipe who will be playing for the Sydney Sixers in the big bash final he's around about 39 runs behind thinking he's something in, in that region doesn't need to usurp Alex Hales at the top of the tree so if you have got off the back of uh, either of our recommendations Alex Hales on your betting slip at the moment possibly the wisest thing for you to do rather than just completely lose a 25 to 1 or something in that region on H- Hales to be the leading run scorer in the big bash just have a bit of a, a a few quid on Josh Felipe to give yourself a little bit of cover so if he does come up scores of 50 or whatever and uh, comes above Alex Hales you're not kicking the TV set in at the end of the big bash final I think that's probably the sensiblest way to play that Richard
1: yeah it seems that way um look, it'll be absolutely heartbreaking if Hills doesn't hold on now. But uh, Josh Felipe, you know, he's he's made runs against the Perth Scorchers already this season. If Perth do get through to that final, you know, he'll, he'll fancy making a big score. So it seems prudent to have some cover on him at least.
0: Back to your India versus England bets, where are you taking me first?
1: Right, I mean, I'm going to go against Joe Root again here, having I mean, just spent the last half an hour talking about what a wonderful player is against spin. Nothing against Root, I thought he played brilliantly in Sri Lanka. Fine player against spin, you know, he ticks a lot of boxes. But I think Ben Stokes, I think I think Joe Root said it himself last summer, we're, we're, we're in the presence of greatness right now, he's approaching his 30th birthday, he's right at the peak of his powers now, and I'm expecting him to have a big series he needs to if England are... Englander to compete over the next few weeks Stokes made 345 runs at a touch under 40 on this tour in 2016 he's a much better player than that now he was phenomenal last summer and I think he'll have another big series in him I'm going to go for him 10 units to be England's top series run scorer at 5-1 to one.
0: yeah 10 units at 5-1 to then on Ben Stokes you see I'm torn now because I th- I had Joe Root in the Sri Lanka series and Joe Root won that and he won it by a country mile he was just exceptional against the Sri Lankan yes. spinners. You'd looked at the other English batsmen, they struggled and Joe Root never looked like he was in any kind of trouble and uh, scored some very, very big runs, a double 100 and then 186. So Joe Root was uh, phenomenal in Sri Lanka. I'm very tempted just to rehash that bet again and go 10 units on Joe Root at 2-1 to one to be the leading scorer. Maybe, I mean if Ollie Pope comes of age, he could certainly threaten. He's uh, in the market at around about 8-1. to one. He's got real quality and if it, it turns out to be his series then yeah, that's a, a fairly decent bet as well as a bit of a more of a nibbly bet but that's only to be taken after he's uh, been announced fit to play for England in the first Test match, I wouldn't play him otherwise but I'm going to put my 10 um, in the England batting market on uh, Joe Root again at 2-1, to one. Richard, where are you going to take me next?
1: Right, uh, I'm going to go with England's top series bowler market actually and, and just to pull on something we were discussing earlier really, I think Jack Leach is going to be a, an ever-present through this series, he's, he's England's left-arm finger spinner, they're going to need a left-arm finger spinner against in- India's top six which is loaded with with high class right handers it'll be tough work for Leach but you know I thought he bowled pretty well in Sri Lanka and and as you were saying earlier he got better and better as the series went on he's around the 2-1 to mark to be England's top series bowler on the very real chance that Bess and Ali are probably going to miss games through this series the seamers definitely will miss games they'll be rotated and rested I think Leach looks a solid player to me at 2-1 to left arm spinner against a load of Indian right handers and and I think he'll play all four matches he just looks like the safe bet so I'll go 10 units on
0: him. Well, do you know what? I'm going to be really kind to you here because I can see him on my. I'm looking at odds checker at the moment and he's under bet Victor. He's 31 to 10. So well, it's actually just that. a shade over 3 to 1, isn't he? So um, that's one of those prices that you only get these days, isn't it? 31 to 10. But it I'm is. going to let you have that. So 10 units at 31 to 10 on Jack Leach. Don Best is actually the favourite for most bookies at the moment. And I don't think there's a guarantee he's going to play. And if Moen Ali does play in that first test match, Don Best may not get back into that side during this series. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. That as a bet. I'm going to go into the uh, top India batsman market with my next bet. We've talked about their pedigree, the fact they've got such a, a fantastic top 6 and uh, you look down the the prices available for their uh, their top order. I always quite like the pre-series markets because somebody like Rishabh Pant at the moment, he's ninth in the in the in the prices there, but he'll come in at number 6 and he's uh, in decent form as well, got a lot of confidence coming off the uh, the back of Australia. Not necessarily going to take him myself in this market. But just shows you that because you've got the likes of KL Rahul, Mayank Agarwal, etc., higher than him currently in the market. Because if they did play, they'd be higher than him in the batting order. But the chances are they're not going to play. So I think their top six is pretty well set. Cheteshwar Pujara, four to one to strike my fancy. Although there is a real need in a Test match um, team to have the likes of a Sibley or a Pujara to really dig in. But if he's carrying your money, you're having to wait so long for him to score any runs, and it does sort of sap the joy out of that to the bet. Because I think you, you know you bet for fun, don't you? You bet, obviously, to try and earn a few quid at the end of it. But you bet to have a, a little bit of entertainment and something else riding on the game. I'm going to go a little bit left field though here because Virat Kohli is the favourite. I really like Shubman Gill as a player, and I think he showed some real, some really quality over the last sort of three incarnations of the IPL. showed that he certainly wasn't af- afraid of Test match cricket um, in Australia, where he batted really nicely. And he's five to one to be the top India series batsman. He'll open the innings for the Indians, and I think he can really dent England's t- um, sort of pace attack at the start he's a really good player against spin as all of the Indians are so I'm going to stick 10 units on Shubman Gill at 5-1
1: I think we're actually looking sort of along the same lines here with a slightly different end result I'm going to stick with the top India series batsman market I'm taking on Coley I think you know he missed quite a bit of cricket in Australia obviously for the birth of his first child he'll really have to hit the ground running I mean he could well do that
0: there is the nappy factor, there is the with nappy there factor. Indeed, it, indeed so many times you see a sportsman have a baby all of a sudden their priorities in life change they're relaxing a little bit on the cricket field or football field or wherever they are, and the, the relaxation and the fact that it doesn't actually mean so much ends up meaning they're freed up and they score loads of runs. So that's something to bear in mind with Virat It
1: is, it's something I did think about actually. Um, but look, no, I'm going to take him on with another opener actually. I know you mentioned Shubman Gill, who I agree, he looks a real prospect. But I'm going to go with Rohit Sharma. Played a couple of tests out in Australia, looked really good without making a big score. But it, you know, if you look at his overall record, his test record, it's at home where he makes a big. Runs. I think he made 529 runs against South Africa when they won, India won that series at the end of 2019 at home. Um, he's just a phenomenal player in these conditions. He's one negative, if you like, he's against the moving ball outside of Stump and, and someone like Anderson would look to get at him. But I suspect these pitches just won't yeah. suit Anderson at all. And if Sharma can get through that initial period, him and Gill will be in a really good position to make big scores. And so I'm going to go with Sharma at 11 to 2. But I, yeah, I think we're thinking along the same lines here with one of the owners
0: the pink ball test is going to be interesting though isn't it test match number three which gives us a little bit of a line in the UK they don't start till 9am because they go a bit later in the night in India and obviously pink ball test matches do have the potential for the ball to swing a little bit more than maybe uh, just kind of in that dusk period isn't it It doesn't always happen but it, a lot of that is the look of the draw I always think because it depends who's I, batting at that time doesn't it I
1: completely agree yeah it seems to be when the lights come on sometimes you can get some really dull periods where the pink ball doesn't actually do anything the Batsman can really make it and, and like you say it can be a little bit of luck of the draw um, so I'm not, I'm not going to concern myself too much with that you know Rowick could quite easily avoid batting in in those periods look he's made some runs in South Africa in their past he's obviously a very good player without having the defence of, of a or Bujara. so I'm hoping he'll be good enough over four matches to, to have a real significant impact on that series and I think at 11-2 to two, he's a fair enough price
0: Well you've spent your 30 units now we'll go back through those at the end of the podcast just to uh, let listeners hear them again if they want to jot them down. I've got two more bets to have with my remaining 10 and I'm going to go five on the top India bowling market. Um, I think the spinners are going to rule the roost. There's probably no surprise with this bet at all. He's going to be their main spinner throughout this series. Ravi Ashwin is going to have a real hard to play in this one if India are going to as expected dominate with the ball he's 2-1 to with better victor which I think is quite generous so five of my units is going to go on Ashwin um, at 2-1 to to be the top India bowler and then my final bet here Richard and you're going to laugh at me here and probably with good cause because once we sit down after the fourth test match I may have a massive egg on my face but I'm English and I am letting my heart rule my head a little bit with this final little bet it's more for fun and it's more to be able to crow at the end of it to say well I did believe if they do do the impossible and win in India first of all India are around about one to four to win this series and on the basis of their pedigree since that defeat by England in 2012 13 that's around about right I think If that's your kind of price take it no problem with that at all it's not my kind of price and I'm going to just hedge my bets a little bit here I'm going to have 50% of my last five units on the draw and 50% on England to win the draw is available as big as six to one England to win this test match series is as big as 10 to one you see, sometimes, Aust- you know, India weren't fancied in Australia even before they went and they lost pretty much all of their bowling attack and they still triumphed. We see teams start in the Premier League at 14 to 1, 16 to 1, and sometimes they cause an upset. England have got some very good players. They're playing in alien conditions against a fantastic side, but let's have a bit of hope. 6 to 1 on the draw, 10 to 1 on England to win. I'm splitting my remaining five units across those two bets. Do you think I'm crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: no I think I think there are reasons that, that England need to be optimistic you really have to climb the mountain and again quickly build that mountain in Australia that, that will be a big challenge to get themselves back up for that and the other thing and I think starting any series well is obviously key but I think this one more so for England because there's a lot of talk about whether Rahani now should be India's Test Match captain maybe a little bit of pressure on Vera's shoulder to prove that he is the man, he is the leader and I think if England can start well and potentially win that first Test Match you could quickly see the Indian media and fans turn a little bit and say well actually we, we were winning in, in Australia under Rahani's excellent captain and that could just put a little bit of pressure on India and Virat himself so I think England have a chance but they have to start well
0: Well we spent our 30 units listeners Richard has gone 10 units on Ben Stokes at 5-1 to, to be the top England batsman he's gone 10 units on Jack Leach at 31-10 to 10 to be the top England bowler and his final 10 units have gone on Rohit Sharma at 11-2 to, to be top India batsman for myself it's 10 units on Joe Root at 2-1 to, to be England's top batsman 10 on Shubman Gill at 5 to to be India's top batsman 5 on Ravi Ashwin at 2 to 1 to be the top India bowler and I'm splitting my remaining 5 units 2.5 on England to win at 10 to 1 and 2.5 on the series draw at 6 to 1 it's going to be a terrific series this one Richard I'm really looking forward to it even though I do have to get up and and alarm clocks going off at 3am and 3.30 to try and get up in time to uh, start commentating etc and start covering these games at 4am but sometimes it's worth it and I think this series is going to be worth it
1: Yeah. Two great cricketing nations with, with rich history. India, possibly the best side in the world. And England definitely on the up, so I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a cracky for Richard, man of the sporting life. Thank you, as always, for joining me. Thanks for having me, James.
1: Bet Bites Cricket is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit gambleaware.org for all the information.